0: recording is on hey what's going on everybody it's just Darcy here today with Umar this is big
1: geek Umar how y'all do- well how are you doing today uh, Darcy? <laughs> Yo, that was rough. <laughs> we, 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 we were doing fine. We finally figured it out. And then uh, tactics had to be a jerk and like have work. And we had to like uh, go without him.
0: I know. I know. I know. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know how to do this intro. Let's just do it. <laughs> Actually, um, when
1: you hit, uh, when you hit record, I was like,
0: wait, who, which one of us is going to do it today? <laughs> you know, I thought you were thinking that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to leave you in some terror. <laughs> <laughs> i like I'll I'll just I'll just come to it at the at the, at the moment because obviously you finish yeah. so I like, I oh I don't I'm not even I'm not even gonna go there, gonna go there. Pull it back baby pull it back. <laughs> Tag's gonna watch this and be like you guys you don't do well without me. Um, yeah. So man, what is on the agenda for today?
1: Well, seeing as how we we might as well just take advantage of the fact that Tactics isn't here, so let's talk about all the things that he doesn't like watch. So first thing. Let's talk about something that I have been very happy about, and I've been pretty much from trying to tell everyone and anyone I talk to on Disney+. Plus. They have recently dropped the Star Wars Clone Wars series from 2003, not the Dave Filoni one that's like CGI and shit, which is, you know, I may have said and shit, but that doesn't That's not derogatory. It's a great series.
0: Uh, You better not, because Dave (laughs) Filoni is a big reason Star Wars is even good right now and has been good. And that Clone Wars CGI is fantastic. Dave Filoni has single handedly.
1: Well, I wouldn't say single handedly, but let's say like predominantly breathed life to Star Wars and kept it alive and also gave us what good Star Wars is.
0: Yeah, I honestly However, feel like he he is like um was it was what's his name the uh, guy who started Star Wars? Oh my gosh, I can't George think of his name. Lucas. George Lucas. I knew Lucas is in there, but I couldn't think of the first name. Um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> kill me. You know, hey, if you if you're mad at me for forgetting that, just run up the comments, okay? Just run them up, okay? So. um but um, yeah, no, like the thing I feel like is like George Lucas has the, the the great idea, but I feel like Filoni has taken everything and understood it well and has found ways to like expand on it in a way that makes it very accessible. And I really appreciate that.
1: Dave Filoni grew up with all of us. He's one of our kind, but he actually probably went to school for writing and was like, how do I write well what George came up with good ideas. Like, yeah. in the fir- in the first original trilogy, he had Carrie Fisher writing half that shit. And also, like, the rest of the cast being like, dude, we ain't gonna... We You can write it, but we're not gonna say it. Then came the prequels, and everyone was like, George, you're a god, because you made the original trilogy. We'll do whatever you say. And then we got what we got. <laughs> and then George was like, Yo, peace. And then uh, Disney was like... We own Lucasfilms, so let's make this shit up as we go along. And then we got what we got. Yeah. But Dave Filoni, from beginning to end, now I will say this. He probably watched this 2003 Star Wars, that the one that we're going to talk about, and was like, that's some good shit. However, if I was going to do it, I would do it this way. And then Lucasfilm was like, "Here's some money.
0: Do it that way." <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so tell the people what your thoughts are on the 2003 um, uh, was it Samurai Jack version? Of <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: you took the words out of my mouth. It, like, it, it literally, it, it is the guy who did Samurai Jack. He is the one who did the 2003 version. So this was. This was back in 2003 before the release. And I think, yeah, so like, this was just before the release of episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. This was meant to be a, uh, well, at the time, it was meant to be an official, um, excuse me, uh, tie in from the films episode two to episode three. And season two of uh, this 2003 series really drives that home. Like literally um, the last scene of season two of this 2003 2003 series literally just connects to the first scene of of episode three. Anyway, I am a big fan of Samurai Jack. Uh, Darcy, are you a fan of Samurai Jack?
0: Uh, I remember enjoying the stuff, but I've watched it like a lot of people back when, you know, those who are pre the Internet being a big thing. um, You watched on TV
1: like the rest of us.
0: Yeah, which means I watched it in small, tiny amounts and never watched it in in its completion or in any form of an order. (laughs) You know, like, the only things I feel like I watched in order was, like, that Dragon Ball saga with with Frieza. And I feel like I only got into it, like, five episodes before it started.
1: (laughs) You know what? I don't think I've actually seen Samurai Jack in order either. Yeah, see? to be honest, I, well, it's not meant to be. Unless you watch the first episode, that's really all you really need to see in terms of an order. But yeah, I don't think I've... Well, I wouldn't know, yeah. to be honest. I never went back and checked.
0: Yeah, just more like I know what it is, and I have seen. I can think of some scenes in my head, and that's about all I can say.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, the writer and director of that uh, series came on and decided to do uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, the first version. 2003 version and honestly I it I loved it like uh, I loved it back then I rewatched watched it uh, like in all pretty much all in one sitting uh, actually no in two sittings one sitting per episode on Disney plus <coughs> they took the series and for some reason they made the first series the first season into one episode which is like 70 minutes long and then they took the second season which and made that into a 60 minute long episode so like literally it's just two movies that's Two episodes on Disney Plus, whatever. I just remember loving each episode as much as I did. And the, what I remember loving so much about it, not so much about like it, it was as artistic as a Samurai Jack. It also was as like, it didn't have as much dialogue as like Samurai Jack. It was very much like long stills, long pans, uh, and like building up to the moment and then like quick fighting and then you're done. But what I loved about it was the fact that for the first fucking time since the original trilogy. When I watched that series, I saw the Force being used the way my imagination was like, whoa. I wasn't watching episode three, episode one, two, and three, and be like, what's what's happening here? It's just great lightsaber fights, and that's about it. Here, they were like, Mace Windu is like fucking up a whole army of droids. And like all the like all the Jedi's are actually doing shit. And Anakin, like when he's taking on uh, Savage, oh, no, no, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh God, I'm, I'm forgetting her name right now. The one with the two uh, red lightsabers, and bald uh, head.
0: It is Savage. Ventress. Yeah, yeah Savage Ventress. Ventress,
1: yeah. Yeah, when he was taking her on and like he beats her in the jungle, I'm like, this shit is my jam. That is how Star Star Wars should have been done, in my opinion, and yeah. So, like for me, I just I fucking love that series, and I am so goddamn happy it's on Disney Plus. And everyone I know who has Disney Plus, who's into Star Wars, who doesn't know who about that series, aka someone here, uh, I cannot wait to hear what you have to say, man. Anyway. Long story short, I begged Darcy to watch it. He's watched it, but he refused to tell me anything about what he thought. So now I finally get to hear it. So I'm done talking. Darcy, please tell me what did you think?
0: <laughs> okay, so first off, I haven't seen it in its completion. I've seen the first episode, and I've started the second episode. I'm air quoting the episodes because they're yeah. like, like said, they're like movies. Bro, um,
1: you, you saw the first season. And you're, you're like started the second season. You watched enough.
0: Yeah. So. um how do i put this so oh shit i don't love it but Ooh. i kind of like it and that's the it's like the best way of putting it so um, okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to take that but like so, at least i'm not i'm not devastated i'm gonna get to the thing that you said that is the thing that bothers me and cool. no first off before i actually, actually the preface biggest grain of salt possible um I've seen Clone Wars by Dave Filoni like three times. Okay. 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 So so this is playing okay. heavily in my emotions of watching this show as like a first time pass. And I, again, I feel like I've seen this before, but like I did not, again, like not in its incompletion or in, in any kind of entirety, like, you know, oh, what was that kind of a thing, right? And then never see it again. You know, like someone's flipping a channel and you're at someone's house and that's how you found out about it. <laughs> Um, right, and that's the only time you have ever found out about it. Kind of, kind I just want to put
1: out that, like, you like, we are talking probably to a lot of people who don't know what that mean, what that term means. I was flipping <laughs> through channels at a friend's house, let and then put, like...
0: let me put this in context, okay? I live <laughs> in the country where the only television you could get was um, through a satellite dish, a physical dish outside your home, okay, <laughs> and that's stuff didn't work all the time because sometimes the weather blew the right way and your and your television went out okay like the clouds were literally blocking the satellites
1: <laughs> we're
0: dating ourselves so yeah. badly and i mean i was a young kid at the time i was like look, a wee baby okay <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, the thing is is that, like you know you and because the way television used to be that, you know, it was on at this time. And if you weren't there, you yeah. didn't get to watch it. Right. And if you went to a friend's house that day or your parents took you somewhere, like you weren't watching your show. Right. And yeah. so um, that's why there's so many things where like you haven't seen that. I'm like, bro, now is the time to watch these things because they're on, on streaming services. Um, but anyways, so the thing that bothers me about this series is the long stills there's like there's no life in so many characters um and it's too artistic and the, and it bores me and then it'll give me something exciting and then it bores me again right like the further i've gotten the shorter that time is between like i feel like as the episodes have progressed in the season it's yeah. gotten a better pacing but the beginning i was just like Oh my God! Like I was so <laughs> bored. Like the stormtroopers were like were marching on the city, and I was like, Clone Wars, clone troopers. Like, 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 yeah, you're right. But like, I was, I was so bored watching, watching them. And I'm like, I know the the clone troopers have so much life that they can give. Right? I know that's Dave Filoni mostly, but, but like, it's just like there's nothing here. And then there would be a cool moment. Um, yeah. Um. I can't think of it. Mace Windu. I was going to say Samuel ja- ja- Jackson, but, um, um, Mace Windu, um, like that battle is fantastic. Um, things that I feel like are really good, um, uh, I like Savage Adventress or however you say the name correctly, um, uh, more in this than I actually liked her in, um, Dave Filoni's, and I, and that's saying a lot. Um, Because she just feels that the one thing I didn't like about her and Dave Filoni's characters' uh, portrayal, and they did this with certain characters at different times, they would make them feel like unbelievably powerful and then the story would need them to become weaker for another character to become stronger instead of right. your character becoming stronger so she'd be amazingly powerful and then she'd be like not as amazingly powerful another episode <laughs> and then another character who had that done the worst to them was um uh, General Grievous grievous like he was like so powerful in like one episode and the rest of the time he was just like a joke and and i was like though i will say i do not like this version of his voice i love the version in in the dave filoni one because it sounds okay. like a voice coming through metal and through robotics like like some like kind of vo- vocal type thing and based on i've watched like origins of how he became what he is and like how he went from being like a normal dude to being that right i'm like oh that's so understanding of his character and how how much strain and pain it would be like he has as much pain if not more than than darth vader does right like in the physical form but he's a joke <laughs> like he's just in like dave flow he's a joke and this one he's like oh that fight was like oh like I'm like yeah, yeah this is this, this guy is serious but then characters i can't stand i cannot stand anakin skywalker it pisses me off every time he's on screen to i be, uh, to be don't fair, like
1: i've never okay i can see what you mean because okay from the clone wars the recent clone wars from dave floney yeah you can see why Anakin was considered the hero of of like the Jedi because he was so badass and he was also so like he cared about people so, so much in in, in in the 2003 version they're really playing up the Hayden christensen uh, like fuckboy style
0: yeah but the thing is like even still it didn't even feel like Hayden Christensen like it like it felt like a different person and it felt like more of an ass than hayden christensen like i get it was supposed to be in between these things but he was just like like there was a scene where he was like you're going to pay for hurting this clone i'm like you don't give a fuck about the clone <laughs> like, like i watch it's like i'm like i don't believe that you just like at most you're using this as an excuse to to yeah. fight like at, at most like it's like oh you're going to pay for was that four three two one zero or two seven zero? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 Yo, like
1: let, you... let me just look at the serial number and then I'll tell you what you're gonna pay for.
0: Yeah, yeah. Was that five? Was that five? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, P fives. But anyways, um, so the uh, like that—that's that, a character i, I can't say I love because he's been amazing in every single iteration. Actually, is um, Obi Wan Kenobi. I mean, oh, he. Man. he the, i would say that like the actor i forget his name right now but i'm horrible with names I'm McGregor? Ewan McGregor did such a good job yeah. that the original obi-wan kenobi looks like like he does, he's not living up to his own character like <laughs> like, he's like that's how good ewan McGregor is and how much they modeled that character around him i just there was like a moment of humor in in, in this where it was like uh, he comes out of that, whatever that creature was, which I don't remember ever seeing it in David Flowing's one where yeah. he gets sucked inside and he comes out of it and he's like, so we were, uh, you were surrendering? So <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy's just like, puts a hand down. He's just like, I'm done. <laughs> I can see like Alec uh, Guinness is just like,
1: uh, like from way on high. He just looks down and he's like, this motherfucker just ruined my whole reputation. This is my role.
0: Yeah. Yep. So there's another character that I, I oh which which one was I wasn't what's that Yoda? Yoda wasn't bad. Yoda was fine for me. Like it was a, di- I, I still a different mind, interpretation, but it was still. I didn't mind
1: uh, Count Dooku in this.
0: Count Dooku was good. Count Dooku felt like the same actor, same same like he him in like Obi Wan Kenobi. They felt like identical to like the movies, um, uh, like to every depiction I've seen of them that the, they seem like they're on par. Yeah, there might be some slight slight differences, but it was like. And I'm over it. Um, uh, my 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 Jamaican dude, um, the guy who's who he's from like an aquatic type thing, and he has like oh connects, yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: hate
0: hate him in this, hate him in this. He's just like not the voice is not the same, and he, he just there is a a smoothness, a rhythm, uh, uh, uh like uh just a vibe with the Dave Filoni version, and this one just is like he just he's replaceable. He's like he's just replaceable to me.
1: Given your perspective, actually, this is rather interesting, given the fact that you've like been all up in the Dave Filoni version and actually went back in time, I find your analysis to be quite interesting. Because the thing is, you're not against the style so much, like probably oh, no. in the first couple episodes uh, you were, you're just like, I'm bored, man. But like, I you actually know these characters better than I do. Uh, and like I, I will, I will agree that the few episodes I saw General Grievous in the Clone Wars, uh, Dave Filoni one, he ne- like I never felt fear from uh, G- Grievous in the movies and in Dave, Filo- Dave Filoni's version. In this one, I did like yeah. uh, I, when when you get to season two, uh, when he like is like when you see him in season two going up against the Jedi uh, in the Capitol, you can see why they're like, oh shit, he's Grievous is here like three jedi masters from the council are like oh shit grievous is here and you yeah. get that
0: yeah like i there's one episode where grievous is, has a, a scary uh and then the only one that he's actually intimidating is when they go into his uh lair and yeah. and they're on his turf and he just he has like a battle tactic in that moment and i love the fact that in that episode that um account Dooku's like you've trailed me too many times like you either going to die or or win this like that's it like use yeah. your last chance and i'm like yeah that's that is like that is a real like badass move to pull like yeah <laughs> you don't want to die by my hand well you're going to have to live through theirs so Bless you, um, but o- overall though, like I, I like the art style. I agree with you that the fights are on point. I agree with you that the use of the force is fantastic, especially like Mace Windu really shows it. Right, like yes. taking the, like like he's like taking them apart in different ways and blasting them in different ways, and then he does the one thing. I was just like he takes the screws out and they had a nice sound effect, like <laughs> and then he <laughs> yeah. uses the screws through the rest of them and destroys them. I'm like, it's really smart in terms of the the battling that is not utilized and i get why it's not in dave Filoni's because there's too much disney uh in in that right or for children in that um but it it lacks in writing it lacks in characters like there's good characters but they don't utilize the rest of the cast that are there and they leave you bored waiting for moments to happen um and i'm like that's just not a good way to tell a story it's like um if exposition is a problem in most uh movies and tv shows this is like from the opposite we're like showing you too much and not telling you enough it's just like too too little okay all right i can see your point it feels like it's getting better in the second season though like it feels like it's pacing better but that first those first what i'm gonna guess were three episodes bro if this was like a three episode like thing like we have like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't automatically move and didn't give me that like you want to watch next episode I'm like nope <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we grew up in the time when it, like all we saw were dragon ball z people who just like powering up for a full episode and then the next several episodes
0: but yeah, but they didn't just have an episode where he was like, and didn't say anything. The problem, the reason why it took so long, is because they were talking. Like, you gotta, you gotta keep people interested. You gotta, you gotta hype them. We literally had moments where it was just like clone troopers running, and then, and then the, the, the like, oh my gosh, I'm so bad with names. The, the uh, droids uh, were shooting down at them. I'm just bad with words right now. And um, <laughs> and I'm like, and it was like minutes, and like nobody said anything. And I'm just like. <laughs> okay, but I don't feel anything. I don't. I feel like almost like this is like for a second. I'm like, oh, I feel the weight of like their deaths, and then I'm like, no, that I don't because they don't give me anything for any of them. Like, like it feels more <laughs> fatal in this than it did in Dave Filoni's version. But for as fatal as it feels, they I have no love or empathy for nearly eighty percent of the cast. So. Uh, when they die they die like they don't mean anything because they never said a word <laughs> all right
1: well uh no I, I respect that and and thank you for thank you for giving the show a chance and actually sticking with it as opposed to you i'll know. finish
0: it i'm, I'm already this part yeah. and i'll finish it <laughs> Fair.
1: all right we're gonna we're gonna move on to our next topic um this is something that uh my man darcy has been at, waiting for me to catch up on true uh, I'll, I'll just admit I'll admit I've been busy, and so therefore, <laughs> and also I, I also have been wanting to let a, a bunch of my my animes pile up. I'm 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 tired of doing the week by week because it, it got frustrating for me. So this this year I was like I'm gonna let them pile up. Unfortunately, I chose the year when like everyone decided to watch week by week, and I was just like, really y'all? <laughs> the one time I choose to like anyway. So I have recently, as of like two days ago, caught up on Attack on Titan season four part one yep uh the last season and holy shit uh Dars how about you start with the, uh your as you've had the uh, like the opinions longer
0: um so overall like um this season's been really good. There's been some some slow parts, for sure. The first couple episodes and a couple episodes leading up to the last moment um, before we have our new cliffhanger wait, waiting for the last half of the season. Um, But when it's been it going, it's been going. And the funny thing is, I think about it, it's only been like two events. <laughs> like, like this whole, see, I'm like, like, they had one thing happen at, in Marley. And then, and then, like one thing happened back on on, on like Paradis, I think how you say it, like Ar- the island. Ar-
1: Paradise, yeah, or like. Paradis. A, just an uh, FYI, everyone, we gonna go spoilery. So if you haven't watched Attack on Titan season four, skip to the next conversation.
0: Yeah, w- one. I just love how like I'm like I didn't even pick up that that was Aaron in the hospital. I did. Uh, I didn't pick up on it at all, and I was just like. Because I just didn't think of the time jump. Like I wasn't, it wasn't clocking in for me. Um, yeah, I've I've loved the season. I just want to know where this is ending because I'm super like unsure. And of course, I don't read the manga, which is good for me. Um, to be
1: fair, I haven't read the manga either, and I'm avoiding googling anything on the on Titan for fear of being spoiled.
0: Yeah, like the the battle where basically aaron is going after and getting all of when
1: aaron basically became the colossal titan in the first episode and decided to fuck up marley
0: yeah just insane just like how that played out how it led up to just that moment where the two of them are sitting in that basement having that conversation and that kid is just like yeah like um and that I that girl that that kid hangs out with uh, what what's her name who's who's like shooting who shot
1: um Sa- oh I'm
0: yeah Sasha the girl who shot Sa- Sasha Sa- I'm so mad about Gabby Sasha. fuck yeah. Gabby yeah, Gabby is just the worst she is such Gabby a is Aaron
1: she's Aaron she's essentially yes. Aaron
0: I know it's just
1: and that's what like, I've never liked Aaron I've always hated him and like. The way this season is going and where I think the 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 series is gonna end is like you know fuck Aaron.
0: Yeah, though there's there's a piece to this that I'm curious about. Mm. Aaron has seen something the show has never told us. We know when they when they get the um when he got the founding Titan when people get the founding Titan they're supposed to see something
1: the original like the original like basically the king his will is so strong that it overtakes its new host and so whatever like they decide to do um it overtakes them like let's say for example uh someone gains the power of the uh founding titan and is like i'm going to change everything the king is so powerful that it overwrites that aspect of the host and they just live their lives following what the king would have wanted
0: oh but I.
1: did it, it didn't happen with aaron Yeah,
0: i thought that there was something to the effect that like they saw the memories too and that the will he's, was so powerful
1: he's, he's starting to see those memories too
0: the will was so powerful but it was also that like they saw something and when they saw what that that thing is about the origin that they just cancel out what they want because i my fundamental thought this whole time ever since we started getting that backstory is that we're going to find out that there's something cyclical about the whole process and that they end up not re and most people never end up resetting or or changing the path because they're like, there's no point to it. Right. It's going to reset it. It's it's something that's going to cyclically happen in terms of this whole, whatever they're experiencing. Like we're, how do I put this? Like all the, the, the past Titans and stuff like that, like, we're only seeing a piece of it, and it always kind of the whole process will repeat itself in terms of like their society and whatnot. I don't know, there's something that's just been think- sitting in my head, but I don't know how to explain it. It just always okay. feels like that's kind of what we're going to find out. Is but Aaron's maybe the one that breaks the the cycle. Um, the way anyway, he is,
1: yeah, he is, go on.
0: No, no, you go, you go ahead.
1: He is breaking the cycle because the cycle is that, um, the king basically was so ashamed of. The Eldian society that he abandoned what he could uh, of his species, of its people on Marley and on the other places, and took like a shit ton of people to the island, uh, and and then uh, basically locked up all of uh, the titans of like his, like this, the most powerful titans, and created the walls out of them. And he just is like. I never want this war to happen again, and I will never allow Eldians uh, to become as, you know, horrible as they were, and he, that's what he keeps, I think that, that will is so strong that he keeps, like, overriding all the hosts, so on and so forth, after him, except for Eren, who hates Titans so much that he he wants to destroy all Titans, and all the people that sent them, and use them, it just so happens this time around, it's Marley. Hmm. and so Eren is basically undoing everything that the founding titan was trying to do but at the same time like the founding titan the king kind of created a broken system and also all the Eldians on like the other, the rest of the world are being screwed and they didn't really do anything there's the descendants of it And Gabby is like the pure example of like how fucked up the, the system is and Eren's another example and they're both just happen to exist but yeah it's good. And, i'm just happy to see that levi is still
0: a boss Le- levi is, is is the shit and you know every, that, that summary of what you just gave there because i've always found like once we started getting into the, like the whole marley Eldian history after we found out like there was more to this than just like these crazy creatures running towards people, pine walls, yeah. and killing them yeah. for like no reason. Um, I always found this this backstory a little bit confusing because it was more written and hard to hard to follow uh, okay. in the show. But I feel like if you're reading it, you would have more time, like in a manga. <laughs> I um But um, yeah, I just oh, I had a thought and I forgot. Damn. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right. What, what overall? What are your thoughts so far this season? I found the
1: first episode to be uh something that was difficult for me to get into kind of similar to what you were talking about about uh, Clone Wars but then uh you know I stuck with it because like I you know I I was able to realize I'm like Aaron's there so I was like oh so this is this he's crossed the river and he's gone to where they are and then I was like uh, noting all the differences and the new characters and then I saw the hierarchy and uh, and all that sort of stuff so I, and I'm like Yo, they're gonna attack them, and uh, Shuren learned. Behold, though, I will say that it, it went differently than I anticipated. It's like Aaron forced them to fight with him, as opposed to them all like doing a coordinated effort. Because like, yo, when they were attacking with all the new suits and like all like out like all the uh, new weapons and stuff, I'm like, yo, four years they did a lot of advancement. and then you find out how they invent advanced in the first place. But like, yeah, like that was a Expertly, like, like really well done first strike. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, like you finally are like, but then you feel bad because they've been lied to. Literally, all the people on Paradis and also on Marley, the people have been lied to like consistently. The Eldians, the Marlians, every like it's just the higher ups are fucking up everyone and turning them against one another. And it's just politics with lives, lots and lots of lives, and generational lives and generational trauma and all that sort of stuff. And it's just I find like I find it very fascinating that it's so complicated. The problem is so complicated. And Gabby and Aaron are examples of just how complicated it is, because these are two people who are essentially broken people who are completely committed to destroying the other side. And they in in their minds they're justified in doing so, but they're not able to be empathetic.
0: You know the whole idea of this euthanization as a plan is not where I thought it would go. It's not what I like. It's not one that I like. But it's like I see where they're coming from. It's a big statement. You know, you're talking about the complexity there, though. And I gotta say something. Like, and and correct me because I'm gonna say something that's like not completely. Uh, Accurate, but I'm going to try to say this in a very light kind of way. The show makes me feel like, so one, it's very German focused, right? In terms of how, in terms of, in terms of like how these societies are actually built and and how they look. But there's a level to the complexity between the Marley and the Eldians that feels very, I want to say, I'm not going to say specifically any which countries, but it feels (laughs) like problems of, Somewhere in in that Middle Eastern area, there's something about it that feels reminiscent to the concept of generational lies, like to like being. What's that?
1: I would have said that it's very similar to Germany.
0: I guess yes, that too. There's just like there's the Jews and the Germans. Yes, but there's still something that felt also like a something that other societies have have dealt with
1: right undoubtedly this like it's not like the germans invented this like they, like uh, hell even i think the russians kind of like picked up on some of it as well
0: yeah there's just something about like groups of people Being lied to for generations, and that causing conflict, right? And uh, between them, and yes, Germans have have definitely have, and that's obviously
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, there may have been another prime example of that, but like I I do know what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah I don't want to say what because I'm gonna be. I don't have many of my history down. it's just I feel like I've heard something between two different nations, um, and. In this case, it's the titan, but the titan is really more of a, a metaphor for, like, other things that conflict between two two different nations that are, like, the core of their, their, their conflict. And it just feels like, you know, when, when a good show kind of takes something from reality and then paints it in a different way and makes you kind of, like...
1: Indigenous people?
0: Yeah, definitely could be that, too. Um, but anyways, it's just... It's a smart part of the show that there are those complexities in reality, and, and
1: yeah, and, like, I would say that like, uh, f- instead of having the Titans being like a supernatural sort of thing, it turns out it's a significant. Like, honestly, I, I started rewatching uh, the first couple episodes of Attack on Titan, and I- I'm just uh, just to remind myself of like what it felt like to be like, what was that? Wait, where is this coming from? Why is it the way it is? And to now be at this point where I actually know. Every fucking thing behind it, and I'm just like, this did not go the way I thought it would, and that's kind of what I like about Attack on Titan. Like, like yeah, I knew that that was there, and yeah, I knew he was going to do an attack, but in the end, I didn't know how it was going to go down. And like the fact that he like yo, the fact that he ate the armor Titan the way he did, I'm like, damn.
0: Yeah. Yep. And that scene
1: when Levi like had to kill all his comrades
0: that one hurt yeah this is when it's come to the action it's been fantastic and like also let's give it up for what's his name who's the colossal titan right now oh Um, armin oh my
1: gosh Armin's had a rough fucking time
0: he's he's had a rough time like just like what he had to do you're like when he when he just showed up and it's like took the coast you're like Oh yeah, and then he, is he of, a bigger titan than the lot than anyone he
1: possibly, took over? Possibly, I don't, I don't know, but like, yo, know, and then on top of everything else, like Aaron beat the shitting shit out of him after everything he did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I saw a meme, but I was like watching it like a video on YouTube, and I thought it was gonna be funny, and then it just was like not. But it, oh. it, was, it, it, it was it was it was the scene where they they meet at the table, and it was like, um, everybody wants like McDonald's, and it's Aaron bringing McDonald's to the table, and I'm like, oh, this is the first seemed funny, and then it was like, no, it's, it doesn't match up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I oh, gotta wow. say, I, like, i
1: have got a huge. Huge fan of the animation this season.
0: interesting. I mean the animation
1: I, I think they went with a different company this season.
0: Yes they, 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 they did I knew there was a lot of talk about that. A lot of people have actually been very pleased with it though.
1: I thought it would be much worse. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was gonna be much, much worse. it It was not. It just it was noteworthy. That's about it. It was. It didn't take away from it. It didn't. Uh, it didn't jar me. It didn't distract me throughout the time. It just was noteworthy.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good point. But, I mean, yeah. It was different, but it was similar enough. Um, and I, I, I definitely didn't really realize it until people started talking about it.
1: Okay. Um, anything else from the season
0: that uh, like really spoke out to you? Um. I'm just, I'm really just looking forward to where this goes. That's all. I just, I need to know where this lands. Um okay. Yeah, that's like, and I, and I feel like it's, it's time that it's, it's, it's about finished. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I think we've held on for long enough. Like there was yeah. what, like a three year gap between one season uh, and like the other.
0: So yeah, but more what I'm getting at is, like, it doesn't feel like a show where, like, I'm like, oh, I need another season after this. I'm actually, I'm actually ready for the for the, the, the completion too. of the story. Um, whereas some shows, you're like, oh, I can't believe there's not going to be more. Like, if you told me right now, like, My Hero Academia was, like, done at the end of the season, I would be like, no! <laughs> I need <laughs> <Yeah>. more! <laughs> so much no, I, more you can do no, with I, it. I hear you. I hear you on that. <laughs> I hear you on so, that. for this, this show, I'm like, no, this is, feels about the right time so
1: okay uh, next thing to talk about is Cora now uh, we've discussed it in in the sh- in uh, the podcast before that like you and I have decided that we're gonna revisit Cora I will admit I have only got I've only started like seconds I'm like m- two episodes in on second season before I
0: stopped uh, oh, you... how far are you oh sorry are you re-watching it right now and you're up to the second season yeah Oh, okay. Okay. So recently, up to the second season, not like in the past second season.
1: No, 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 no. Like, yeah, like I, I've re, oh. I've been rewatching. I rewatched all of season one, and I've just started season two.
0: Sick. I thought you were gonna say, when you first said ses, you were saying like seconds. I was. I thought you were gonna be like I've only watched seconds of the first episode. I'm like, why are we talking about this? Why are you here? <laughs> why is this on the agenda, Umar? <laughs> yeah, it's like I've watched three seconds of the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> the point <laughs> like I still don't like it. Like that's not a good judgment. Um I've completed both seasons that are on Netflix. I'm mad that there's not the, the rest of the show is not on Netflix because um I know that like the first two seasons were the most solid for you and then it kind of fell apart because of like writer strikes or something like that in the third season.
1: No. Uh oh. the first the first episode I enjoyed second episode second sorry sec- the first season I enjoyed second season is my most hated Oh, it's okay. actually the one I hate the most and then so look for me, it's season three, season one, season four, and then season two.
0: Okay so it means I've completed both the first two seasons and watching it a second time I I love this show like I'm still like really enjoying it um okay. and uh, like um they're not comparable shows and they are comparable shows,
1: right? Like, I know exactly what you mean.
0: Right, like they shouldn't be compared because they're where very the po- different. Get, like they're the same universe. Yes, they're the same concept, but they're supposed to be very different people. Like there was different um, age
1: groups too. They're like they're fundamentally different age groups.
0: Yeah, and there's one thing about like um, when when Korra was talking to one of the past avatars, um, and he was like, "You're not supposed to do it like me." right? And I was like, for me, that was the most affirming thing about the show being different. It's like, she's a different character. It's like, I feel like the, the, the I forget the avatar exactly said, but I think it was something to the effect of like, you know, you're more courageous than, than us, and like, or you're more, whatever, like, she's more headstrong. And and for her, everything is about learning balance, right? Throughout this, like, Pretty much the entire show. Um and she Yeah,
1: like the entire show she has to learn balance, which is something that she like very much in the first two seasons does not have.
0: Yeah, and Aang is like the opposite I think she was talking to Aang actually, now I'm thinking about it. Um but yeah, Aang is like was very balanced and very afraid to move move forward a lot, right? And she's not afraid to move forward ever, right? Until until Ugh. something maybe make, make sure there's all of her will, but then, um, but in general, when she's herself, she's like all forward. I really, I really love the show. Like I. I, I love how much it still feels like it's part of the universe but it feels like the universe has moved on from the from the original show which it has like it's well developed I love the cast I love the tie-in like I I was dying when they're like the head of cabbage Corp was, has been arrested in <laughs> a conspiracy and I'm like it's he's still here the guy who had the cart who they kept like everywhere he went knocking his cart over losing his cabbages has grown to this giant company and the first time I see him he's arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that that kind of level of tie-in. I also I loved when um, a- a- Aang's granddaughter goes into the spirit realm and she goes and meets the owl and it was just like the interaction and there was like a point where she's like, um, he's like, I know how the radio works. There's a little man in the box and she's like, no, that's not how it works. He's like, apparently <laughs> I've had some information that's been like <laughs> incorrect. And then the whole, the whole box is like... like (laughs) like, like, there's the the heart of what is the avatar universe has not been lost in this show because it's the same creators um it's a very different character and honestly i really appreciate it and i'm not bothered by the romance stuff that much because it's not the thing that i feel like i'm focusing on when i'm watching it but so that's, that's that's my feeling i i still love the show
1: okay for me i will say that i i have only, okay so like i'm just going into my most hated season so i haven't got, been able to kind of like take in a more different approach but so far i will say that the main criticism i have towards the series is not cora anymore it's the it's the the length And it has to do with a lot of things are under, like, I feel very much that uh, this series, and uh, like, so far, I only have the first season to back me up on this, but I truly believe the series, the main flaw I have with it, and from from a critical perspective, not from a personal perspective, is that this series rushes each season too much. And it's both not the series's fault and it is it's the fault of the studios i blame the studios for this i don't blame the writers they told their story they did as best as they could to make it happen in the short amount of time that they had and they made it still enjoyable it's still relatable you can still get depth from it my thing is you like you rushed th- through this and it's and it's particularly evident to me because I've, I have like I rewatched all of uh, After I Lost Airbender, not to kind of like rehold my opinion of it and then watch Korra again, just because I, like, I love it. But with uh, Aang's story, it was simpler time with a simpler villain, with uh, smaller villains that kind of were connected to the whole. And it was a beginning, middle and end, literally a season. And each season was a begin, beginning, middle and end for itself and so but the thing is there there were 20 episodes per season and the only time you can really say that it was slow was in season one when they were building the world so like they were taking time and all the characters like the cat like for example cabbage guy we've seen him throughout the fucking world (laughs) and then when they brought him up in Korra, you're just like i understand this character i know why this is funny i also kind of feel for him it's like this man can't he can't catch the captain
0: He's so, also uh, super resilient. He is the most resilient character
1: <laughs> out of everybody because he's he, literally picked up and rebuilt his entire life multiple times over.
0: Yeah, I I, I forget if we ever see him again for the rest of the show. But I if we ever so. get if we ever get like a post one, I would love to see like a uh, like in the future show uh, or series. I would love to see like. Like let's say we had a mini mini like like one movie or something like that, and it's like the grandson or the son of him or like the daughter of him or something like that. And they're telling the story about how he was arrested, but then how he came back again <laughs> and and they're going through a similar trouble with their cabbages or something. Just like, I just need something to always tie back to the cabbage. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> Um,
1: but yeah, so just going back to, uh, like, I fe- I just, I see a lot of rushing of storyline and a lot of rushing of relationships. That is the main problem. And I used to blame Cora for that. But Cora, like like you said, she's a headstrong. Like, Aang and all of them, they were entering into adolescence. They were teenagers, but, like, the early teens. And also, they were fighting a war. A very simple time. And also, like, you're just starting to have all these, like... Uh, like behavioral changes in yourself Cora is like right middle of it and in a complex world where she's coming from a simpler time so it's like a transition and also at the same time she and everyone around her like of course there's gonna be teen drama they're teens but they're also like having to deal with world politics and they don't know what they're doing because what teenager would? But the thing that I like at the time bothered me was the fact that Cora and Mako and Bolin and like Asami—they're all like—and also um, I keep saying J.K. Simmons, but it's really um, oh god, Tenzin. Tenzin is the only character who is consistent in my sense, where he hasn't like he doesn't really change that much. He kind of goes along with what the story is for Cora. His relationship with Cora is always like she does something he gets annoyed with her and then they kind of like figure things out and he he always ma- meets her halfway even though she is 100% wrong all the time. Uh and so that is an aspect of this like they just don't have a lot of time. They're rushing from one big battle to the next big battle and like a lot happens in each episode and it's not their fault. They have all these plot points they're trying to get to because they want to tell a intricate story but they have 12 episodes versus 20 and eight episode loss is a big loss.
0: I I agree that. Yeah. Eight episode loss is a big loss. I would say that the relationship stuff is the the most rushed piece. Um, yes. But uh, there's an element to this that I feel like, I don't know if I'd want eight more episodes. I'd maybe want four more and take it to 16. So Yeah, something along those lines. The reason why I say this is that... So, I feel like her character and the world that they're in requires that some of these things actually happen faster. And I know that, like, you know, we could use episodes and take people to other characters and flush them out and do other stuff but there's a a a headstrong element and a speed to she runs into things when she should be analyzing a situation and she assumes things and she's impulsive and that's her character and so I feel like the story actually has to move faster than you would think it would to some degree I just feel like when it came to the arcs and dealing with the villains in these first two seasons i never felt like i was rushed i felt like things made sense for how fast she was moving into them because of who she is
1: i would say the thing things that made like for example you did you watch game of thrones right
0: yes okay i just watched a video recently about how 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 it's like the one show that was so loved, and now people can't even talk about it without feeling bad because of how the last, especially the second, the seventh season, people give it a pass on how bad the eighth season was. Yeah, I'm in that. Every time you say Game of Thrones, I'm like, oh, and I'm like, it sucks because I like it was like the best show ever, and now it's like, That's yeah, deep. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, that bullshit.
1: Yeah, even this, Walking Dead's
0: better now. <laughs> honestly,
1: Game of Thrones is kind of what I'm trying to get at. Korra, for me, in terms of. Speed is like the seventh and eighth season. I like for example, where they ended off in Game of Thrones, I get where like I get that was the story ending. If they had taken now I'm gonna say Game of Thrones is a more extreme version, but like yeah. Uh, but like you can see where they're going based on where they're coming from. The thing is they instead of like doing this, they were like Beow. Korra is like this. And then, like, it kind of gets to the point. So, like, there are times where they slow down and then they zoom through. And for me, the, the pacing is the problem because there's not breadth. Like, this is a TV series. It shouldn't feel like there's urgency in each, every episode where you're, like, going from plot point to plot point. And I never really understood it back in the day. I just blamed it all on Cora because I couldn't stand her. I still don't like her as a character. But the thing is, you're not so. Supp- Supposed to. She's not an inherently likable person because how many teenagers are you like do you find endearing? It's like just in like general. Like, uh, and I'm talking about in real life, not in like TV. TV they make them more endearing in some aspects. But I'm like, if you meet a teenager right now, they're gonna give you attitude and you're gonna be like, Yo, shut up, kid. That's Cora. <laughs> and so I find her to be a realistic character, a realistic teenager who is exactly like, like you're saying is headstrong and rushes into things i completely agree but that doesn't mean that that has to be her all, and it was her defining characteristic which made her at times very one-dimensional look at asami she has other aspects as well but she she is a little bit more complex Korra kind of was just a one note and then like fine there are people who are like that but it doesn't make the show nuance. And it's really because they didn't have time for nuance. In in Aang's story and in like early parts of Game of Thrones, they had time to talk about stuff and like expand things and like make like you get a shortened, not like a I'm not saying they give you like a cover page in terms of the relationship. They show you the relationship. But I don't feel for the characters. And I'm not feeling for them this time around. And I'm actually trying to give them a chance. It's just that, like, I, I get where they're coming from. It makes sense where they're going, but everything is happening too quickly, and mostly because they don't have time. Like, you can, you I feel the story is purposely needing to get to the next plot point, and that's not good.
0: Yeah, I don't really feel the same way when watching it. Um, the one thing I like and appreciate more is, and we were talking about her, her character. I like the fact that the writers and the creators of the show decide to kind of make a Zuko that didn't go through tormented hell, but like a Zuko almost level personality, be the Avatar. Um, and oh, you
1: mean like a Korra is kind of what Zuko is? Z-
0: so, yeah, so in other words, if if you took the last Airbender, right, you have Aang, who is very balanced, and Zuko, who is very like fiery and, and, and charging forward. Now, he has a whole bad past that cora doesn't have. Now Cora is like that version, right? This is like just moving, impulsive, all of that kind of stuff. And everybody else is, is well not everybody, but many other characters she's balancing off of are, 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 are more balanced. And yeah. and so it's just it's just like I, I like that aspect because I'm glad they didn't go like a similar character to, and because that would just be Comparison City all day, and now it opens up that when they do have somebody who's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, we have two completely opposites that we've worked off of. So, anyways, I'm done with Korra. I like it. I don't agree with you. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, like, uh, I will say that, like, watching
1: it again this time around, I I did judge it more harshly. I still don't like Korra as a person, like, as a character, like, you know, but at the same time, I recognize... The importance of the fact because I see it more from like a, like, I had a different opinion from a feminist perspective where I'm like, I finally see, get like a female led superhero and she's like this annoying bitch. And wow. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I just figure I'd just like go, go like full uh, misogynistic on that term. Uh, but like, I never, I, I didn't find her likable. I found Asami likable. I found, like, I found everyone likable more than her except for Mako. Um, And then, I'm like, you, you finally have this opportunity and you waste it on someone who is just, uh, like, makes every single mistake. So, like, I felt that, like, the writers were undercutting a female uh, character on purpose because, like, or not on purpose, but, like, just out of, like, ignorance. I see it differently now, though. While I will say that, like, the, the storytelling is the problem... Cora is actually in like a real character. She's not a very propped up perfect character. And you can even argue that Ang was kind of the unfair propped up fake character and Cora is the significantly more realistic one. And like that's probably as much of a like com- compliment I can give to Cora because like it it's just like you're seeing a real person dealing with supernatural things and is obviously failing cuz she's a freaking teenager. Hell, like if i was put in that world in, as myself as like a like a mid 30s individual, i probably well i probably not be as stupid as she was, but i probably not, i probably wouldn't do as many things as she did either. Like i'd probably be more on the reserve side and everyone would be like, "Yo man, like, Avatar Umar, why aren't you doing shit?" And I'd be like, "Yo guys, i don't think this is a good idea." And everyone's like, "Are you fucking crazy?" <laughs> Amon's over here and shit like that. Uh, so, like, I I respect the fact that Korra is more nuanced. She's more realistic, and that's what we got for a first time female superhero in like the Avatar world. So, yeah, like I, I will I will give credit to where credits is due.
0: So before we, we wrap up, I got I got to throw a check type thing here. So okay okay okay. I would argue that your historical thought of the. I don't want to say that word, <laughs> but the, the, would you, would you say without saying the full word? So, what's, the a, I, what's that? The bitka. No, no, no. The word before that, the adjective or the adverb, uh, adjective or something crazy or something like that. Oh, uh, Annoying. Annoying. Thank you. Um, the thing is, is like, yeah, she's a realistic character and I feel like Put expecting from a like the the feminist character to be like a different person is almost the 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 or is the like wrong way of looking at it, right? Because because so. it, it's like that is a real character and a lot of people struggle with seeing a woman who is of that kind of personality, who is at a type impulsive goes in at it and says, that's, that's not how you know, you're supposed to represent a strong female. It's like, actually that is a strong female and that is how she is. So that's how she should be represented. And, and I'm actually more glad that the writers decided to put a character like that. I never had an issue with, with, with her from the beginning but i'm glad because it now drives more of that like you had that thought but like like that's a good thing that she is that way
1: i will say that like my my complaint with it back in the day was not so much that, like you know i saw that men had all these all these superhero types and like to some similar level but all like all this the first time you put a woman in front and center and you have one that is failing or making mistakes constantly. I see that as the writers undercutting a female superhero at the outset. I didn't, I guess, and this was a show of like how things have progressed in the last few years, where now I'm actually noticing, I'm like, hey, actually, this is a real character. And it probably helped for uh, changing the genre and changing the archetype itself for the superhero, like not for just for, for women, but like in general. And I'm like, oh, okay, but back then, I'm like, we just started getting this, and you guys are undercutting her?
0: But it's it's, it's very, very, yeah. But they weren't undercutting her because not, that, yeah. is, that is the arc that any good male superhero would go through, any good person would go through, and to make her perfect would actually be upholding her to standards that, that aren't achievable, right? And the only way I feel like they could have failed her is if they wrote everything around that story around her, did not support her. Then she would just come across as annoying because she there's nothing nothing in balance in the show. She's just abnormal. So, but anyway, yeah, that's yeah. what I
1: Alright, well, uh, it, we are in some relative level of agreement about Korra.
0: Who knew? <laughs> Tax is not here. So, <laughs> <laughs> on, on that note, this has been a good show, I feel like. So, uh, yeah, it's just your boy Darcy here.
1: <laughs> and this is Big Geek Umar. Please like and subscribe and live long and prosper, y'all.
0: I totally forgot to prep the stop recording button. Let's do it now.